Our psalms this evening are Psalm 137, verses 1 through 6, and that begins on 511. And then we move to Psalm 138 on page 513. Evening prayer starts on page 21. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 137, verses 1 through 6. By the waters of Babylon we sat down and wept, when we remembered thee, O Sion. As for our harps, we hang them up upon the trees that are therein. For they that led us away captive required of us then a song and melody in our heaviness. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Yea, if I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Psalm 138 I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will wish it toward thy holy temple, and praise thy name, because of thy loving kindness and truth. For thou hast magnified thy name and thy word above all things. When I called upon thee, thou heardest me, and endurest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, for they have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For through the Lord be high, he hath... 
give respect unto the lowly. As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness towards me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not then the works of thine own hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It begins the fifth chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God, and draw near to hear, rather than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they do evil. Do not be rash with your mouth, and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven, and you on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For a dream comes through much activity, and a fool's voice is known by his many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed, better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? For in the multitude of angels there is also vanity, but fear God. If you see the oppression of the poor and the violent perversion of justice and righteousness in a province, do not marvel at the high official, for high official watches over high official, and higher officials are over them. Moreover, the profit of the land is for all. Even the king is served from the field. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners except to see them with their eyes? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun, riches kept for their owner to his hurt. But those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets a son, there is nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, he returned to go as he came. And he shall take nothing from his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a severe evil. Just exactly as he came, so shall he go. And what profit has he who has labored not for the wind? All his days he also eats in darkness, and he has much sorrow and sickness and anger. Here is what I have seen. It is good and fitting for one to eat and drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor in which he toils under the sun all the days of his life, which God gives him, for it is his heritage. As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. For he will not dwell unduly on the days of his life, because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. 
He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David, David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come into Jerusalem and all the, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitudes said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, did, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read, Out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants, you have perfect, perfected praise? Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the gentiles and to be the glory of thy people israel glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. 
and do thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful o lord save thy people and bless thine inheritance give peace in our time o lord for it is thou lord only that makest us dwell in safety o god may clean our hearts within us and take not thy holy spirit from us o almighty and merciful god of thy bountiful goodness keep us we beseech thee from all things that may hurt us that we being ready both in body and soul may cheerfully accomplish those things which thou commandest through jesus christ our lord amen o almighty god who has knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of thy son christ our lord grant us grace so to follow thy blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that we may come to those unspeakable joys which thou hast prepared for those who unfeignedly love thee through the same jesus christ our lord amen o god from whom all holy desires all good counsels and all just works do proceed give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of jesus christ our savior amen lighten our darkness we beseech thee o lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only son our savior jesus christ amen good evening we're still in the octave of all saints which is a uh, octave is eight of course so it'll go till sunday um maybe even monday i should check that myself um, so we have that, um, the um, collect for all saints, and I just think it's always a good idea to, when we have a special collect to kind of look at it and see what I need to do as a Christian man or woman is, you know, is there, am I called being called to anything? So we get into Ecclesiastes, and Solomon is starting, we're only in chapter 5 here, but he's starting to move towards his conclusion. So he's taking his first steps that way. And we're picking up hints of proper behavior, the, the behavior of a righteous person, in contrast to improper or behavior or the behavior of a worldly or un, unrighteous person. So a couple key verses here. Um, your mouth causes your flesh to sin. So what they're saying is don't vow something that your fleshly desire will cause you to break. Uh, the way I used to hear it when I was a young man was don't let your mouth write checks your body can't cash. And in this case, it would be your body doesn't intend to cash. You have no intention of cashing it, but you, you make these, um, these vows or these promises in the name of Jesus. And, or actually in the name of God back then, but in the name of Jesus, and then you don't follow through on it. It's, it's, it's a horrible witness, number one. And um, it's, it's, I think, where the second, let's um, uh, see, third commandment, uh, <laughs> so, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. I think it kind of stems, you know, this stems from that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, and it's reminiscent of James 3, where it says, Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. So I think about, as I reflect on my own life, um, one of the things that I need to improve sometimes is to think before I speak, because once the words go out, you can't call them back. So in verse 7, we see another thing that you'll see in the conclusion of Ecclesiastes, which is fear God. And then in verse 10, we have a concept, the love of money is never satisfied. So one of the questions that comes up is, is when is enough enough? And so we see the love of money is in First Timothy is it's mentioned. But when is enough enough? And what we find is when people are pursuing 
uh, riches, things, money, enough is never enough, and they'll stomp on people to get there. And so it doesn't sound like us as Christians, but I think there's a part of us that we always have to watch these things because we're susceptible in this body before the fullness of the kingdom comes. That We're susceptible to slipping back into something. So as we move into Matthew, I found um, in my mind a great comparison. We see Jesus coming, and um, I wanted to compare Jesus coming into the temple today with the God's presence coming into the temple in Solomon's time. So in um, First Kings, we read, And it came to pass when the priest came out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. And then Solomon spoke, The Lord said he would dwell in the dark cloud. I have surely built you an exalted house and a place for you to dwell in forever. So the temple was a place where people went to meet God. And so this was a great time when God in inhabited the temple. And we know enough about God to know that that's not the only place he could be. But he was there uh, to, to be the God of the people. And Ezekiel described the departure of God's presence from the temple because of their sin. And um, in Ezekiel 10, it says, Then the glory of the Lord departed from the threshold of the temple and stood over the cherubim. And the cherubim lifted their wings and mounted up from the earth in my sight. When they went out, the wheels were beside them, and they stood at the door of the east gate of the Lord's house. And the glory of the God of Israel was above them. So God had left the temple, and that was part of the judgment for their sin. So what we find here is Jesus comes back into the temple of God. And he drove all out all those who were buying and, and selling in the temple. He overturned the uh, tables of the money cha cha changers. And he said to them, it is written in my house is called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he brought two prophecies or two things together from the Old Testament when he said that. And it was interesting. And then the blind and lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and scribes saw it, the wonderful things he did, the children crying out in the temple, saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. So what would happen is Jesus' first trip to the temple was when he was 12. And so that was a time when a child made his first trip to the temple. So there were many children there, and they were excited because um, I think they were aware, obviously, if they're singing Hosanna to the son of David, that Jesus was, the presence of God had returned to the temple. And he did everything. Jesus did everything that the, was prophesied that a king would do. He came in on a... Um, uh, rode in on a donkey, um, um, and he healed people, and, and only the Messiah was able to do, and was predicted would be able to do these, would do those things, would ride in on a donkey, and the, and would heal people. And so he'd been healing people all along, but here it was, right in the temple of God. God walks back into the temple, and the religious leaders were indignant, and um, and he, and they were indignant because the kids were yelling or singing Hosanna to the son of David. And he said, have you never read out of the mouths of babes and nursing, nursing infants? You have perfected praise. So he fulfilled all the prophecies. And I mentioned um, most of the time when I look at this, I remember like a king on a donkey. I think you all know this, but when a king comes on a donkey, as predicted, predicted in Zechariah, it means he's coming in peace. And a king of, on a horse comes in war. So if we compare Jesus coming on a donkey and having the praises of the people and healing people with Jesus in Revelation 19, now I saw heaven open and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. 
His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on a white horse. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of the Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name is written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I think in each age, I mean, we we have seen as we read through the Old Testament, the New Testament, in every age there were people who were rebelling against God, and then there was a remnant that followed God. So some recognized that Jesus was King of Kings as he rode the donkey into Jerusalem. Um, and all will, all at some point will recognize Jesus as King of Kings and Lord of Lords as he rides the white horse of Revelation and the horse of judgment. And... Um, that we've read in in the New Testament that to, to, to me every knee will bow and every tongue shall take up oath, every tongue confess. So that was from Isaiah, and in Romans follows that. For it's written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess God. So we are called to recognize Jesus as Lord and King. Now we're called to live as witnesses to His glory and honor. And every knee shall bow, but not all knees will be admitted into the kingdom. Some will welcome him as their king, but some will see him coming as their judge. So our choice is always, as, as Christians, non-Christians, but our choice is vanity or wisdom. And it's my hope that we will choose wisdom. So let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We beseech thee to continue thy gracious protection to us this night. Defend us from all dangers and mischiefs, and from the fear of them, that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day. And grant us grace always to live in such a state, that we may never be afraid to die, so that living and dying we may be thine, through the merits and satisfaction of thy Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we offer up these our imperfect prayers. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, the mighty women of God, for helping me out today. It was good to pray. It's good to end the day on a good note the way we started it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone.